Welcome back, everybody, to season two. Season two. Season two of Damn You're Tall with Graham and Felicia. Yeah, that's right. We took a took a little bit of time off, but we are back. And we're back with uh, three hundred listens. I just checked it. I just checked Anchor. Oh, that's fancy. So, a lot of stuff has happened in the amount of time that we've been away. We had Christmas, New Year's, Martin Luther King Day. Yeah. Now we're in Black History Month. Yeah, we had an insurrection at the Capitol led by the sitting president. Former sitting president. So, yeah, we got a new president. That happened. Um, vaccines are being distributed now. Woo! But now there's a new strand that's worse, apparently. So, yeah. Several new strains that are worse. Yeah. Twitter banned Donald Trump and also Facebook, Instagram, pretty much Pinterest, any type of social media platform he cannot produce any type of content on. So that happened as well. And he's fallen completely on his face using other means to communicate with the general population. Uh, he hasn't been doing interviews. He hasn't been talking on the, anyways. Well, enough about Donald Trump. Um, we got a new president, Joe Biden. Yeah, I was actually traveling when uh, the inauguration happened. So yeah, I got to travel the first time since the pandemic, since almost about a year ago. I flew to South Dakota to go visit Chris and throw in some meats because there were no meats here to throw in. So I had to travel to South Dakota, <laughs> which was actually kind of nice because I got to visit my friend and then throw in like two meats out there. So that was nice. And I got to visit Mount Rushmore. So Yeah, how was Mount Rushmore? It was a lot smaller than I thought, but not as small as like, uh, what is the Statue of Liberty? Like in movies, they always make it seem so huge. And then when you went to go visit, like when I went to New York, I was like, oh, like she's a lot smaller than I thought. (laughs) I mean, they were big yet small. You know what I mean? I mean, it was just four heads. So and there was like no one out there because it was like the off season. We went out in like January. It was supposed to be cold, but it was like 50 degrees that day. Yeah, while you were doing that, I was at home doing uh, absolutely nothing special. So, yeah. He was working, so I was doing my job. He was doing his job. So we did that. We also bought an exercise bike. Yes, and I have been using it. Not as much as I should be, and not as intensely as I should be, but I have been using it. I've made my goal to get on it every day. Yeah, we we bought it just in case, uh, you know, um, the gym shut down again, because we're kind of around that time last year where in March so we're about almost a year of the Rona shutting everything down so hopefully it doesn't shut everything down again um my parents got the vaccine the first dose I think my aunt's getting the vaccine starting to lower the age but I think we're two healthy adults we're gonna be way as we should be I mean But yeah, so we did that. I took my first COVID test in order to go out to South Dakota because I needed a negative test. And it wasn't as bad as I thought. I thought they like shove it up like a flu shot um, or not a flu shot, like a flu. They test if you have the flu. Oh, my God. It's like they were scratching my brain when they did that. But this one, they just kind of swab your nostrils. So it wasn't as bad. Yeah, I haven't had been tested, but <laughs> there's been no need for me to like, I don't go anywhere. Yeah. So um, Wonder Woman came out 1987 me and uh mr mildrum watched that and we were not (laughs) i'll do a short movie review uh spoiler alert the movie was not very good compared to the first one it was like they basically rushed it out because it got postponed and then rona happened movie theaters closed down they're like we got to get this movie out before it gets basically stale and they're like put it out on christmas and i was like super pumped about it because they kept advertising it was all cool and it was just kind of meh I feel like they kind of just really rushed it to get out. I didn't watch it, but it did seem that the villain was not very good, and superhero movies rely heavily on both their superhero and their villain, or their opposition. Yeah, the villain was just like a normal man (laughs) turned evil, so one of those, and there was like two villains, like I don't know much about DC, like I'm pretty sure it was like, oh well this is the villain they should have did, but I watched the movies and like the cartoons for DC, but yeah, the movie wasn't very good so, 
and everybody kind of agreed on it. Like, I watched it, and my father-in-law watched it, and we were just kind of like, what was that? That was just really not good. Compared to the first one, like, it was not good. And Graham's looking on IMDb about something. What's the percentage you got? 5.4 out of 10. Um, yeah, it's, well, like I said, I, I was not impressed with the little bit I saw. So this year, a lot of, of course, we talked about it in last year's, in season one, we talked about HBO Max is basically bringing all their movies to the streaming platform the same day as the movie theater because they want people to see it. So if you don't have HBO Max... I suggest you, if you want to see a movie, I suggest you try the free trial because it's on there for like 30 days and then they're stopping it. Like Judas and the Black Messiah is on there and I think we're watching that on Valentine's Day. We're also recording this the day before Valentine's Day, so happy Valentine's Day. Yay! We don't really celebrate anything. We usually just get like food and watch a movie because it's a waste of money, at least in my opinion. <laughs> Which I'm pretty sure most husbands are probably like, oh man, I wish I had a wife like that. Like, we don't buy each other anything. I was like, I'd rather have food than like, I don't know, flowers or a necklace or something. Yeah, you get pretty grumpy when I try to give you flowers. That's because it's a waste of money. I could have bought like a video game or something. They die. They're true. They, they do die. They do die. Yeah, so what else? Um, the Olympics are still on as of right now. <laughs> um, they have not been canceled. They canceled our indoor season. Um, we found out like that was supposed to happen, I think, next week, actually. And they sent out an email, or not an email, like a little press blurb and said, hey, uh, we're not having indoor national, so you're not making any money this year. <laughs> At least in indoor. So I was like, uh, figured. Uh <laughs> There was no, like, hey, you should start planning to book your hotel and all this stuff. So, But as of right now, the Olympics are still on. I know there's a lot of articles going out there like, this canceled and all this. It's like, I am not going to believe any article until it comes straight from the Olympic Committee. The USOC, until they say, hey, America is not participating or we're canceling it. You're not sending any of our athletes over there. I will not believe anything until it comes straight from, like, the horse's mouth. (laughs) So... That is my take on that. But I still have a couple meets to throw in, at least for indoor. I got two more, and then indoor season's over. But we'll probably still be inside because the weather here has been really shitty. The climate's not changing, though. Like, the it's like winter just hit in, like, these two weeks. Like, we got a lot of snow, and it's just, like, cold. It's, like, 20 degrees is, like, the high. And our pipes froze up pretty hard. That was awful. And unlike the last time when our pipes froze, where somehow pipes, almost the entire house except for one bathroom froze, everything froze. So we were in a real tough spot with that. Yeah, but luckily they can't fix them that same day. So lucky on that because we couldn't use our bathrooms to take a shower or cook anything. So I was like, good, they need to make sure they fix this. And they were here for quite some time heating up the pipes, so it must have really frozen very hard. Um, the first time they did, they just went in and cut the pipe out entirely and replaced it. Oh, yeah, because it was, like, just solid. So, luckily, it w- maybe it wasn't too bad. What That else? or it was the local staff instead of the plumbing team that did it. This is true. Uh, the Super Bowl was last, well, two weeks. <laughs> and we're going to post this. Uh, Tampa Bay won. Um, it was kind of a blowout. I didn't even really watch it because I was like, well, this is game is over. I watched maybe the first half. <laughs> not, uh, not even the first half because I expected we were going to take a break at halftime and you were like, ah, no, I'm done. Yeah. Well, I had to go like practice the next morning. I was like, well, this is, this game's over. And I was like, well, it's like 31 to nine. I was like, yep. Game's over. No way. They're coming back from this. So Tom Brady, what is seventh? And I was just like, eh, whatever. Basketball's going on. College basketball is supposed to be um, being played in Indianapolis. All the all the teams are supposed to be coming there, and I haven't heard anything ever since like they announced it. Like I don't know if it's still happening. I wouldn't have the slightest idea. I know you wouldn't. <laughs> I mean, I not a big 
basketball fan, um, first off. And um, second off, oh, right, I don't particularly like basketball. Yeah, so I haven't heard anything since that little announcement that they posted. So I'm assuming maybe it's still happening. It just depends on the Rona, how it's how it's happening. If that strand from uh, London, the UK, is that, is that bad? There's also one from South Africa. Oh, great. It's, it's She's bringing more friends. Yay, thanks, Rona. Well, it's kind of unsurprising when you think about the mechanics of the virus and how they operate that that would be occurring. Um, but that's the world we live in. Yep. So uh, let's just hope, uh, well, if it shuts down again, I mean, it shuts down like our, I coach at the local college and we had two track meets and I missed the first one because I was in South Dakota and we had one two weeks ago from when we were recording this. And there was like, I mean, I know they're taking precautions and everything, which is great. You know, I'd rather have the track meet with less people and no fans and they just live stream because, I mean, you can live stream pretty much anything now. Um, It was by two athletes and then there was two other teams, but like in the whole throwing area, like it was us, Earlham and Defiance and we were at Defiance. My two girls were the only ones in shot put. And then there was another girl from Earlham in the weight. So there was three total athletes in the women's weight and two in the shot. And for the men, there was four. So it was very tiny. Like we spent about an hour, maybe an hour and a half doing all the throws. So yeah, there was only only three teams there. It was pretty small. It's probably the smallest track meet I've ever been in. So at least it went by fast, so that was nice. So yeah, that's I remember I was telling Graham about that, and he was just like, "Oh, well, that's good for you." And the guy that I was coaching quit, and he didn't really say anything, but he was still like sending messages in the texts, like in the group chat. I'm like, well, "If you're not going to be here, just first of all, I don't know why you want to be in the group chat unless you just want to be nosy." Like, he hadn't been there since I left, and, like, Martin Luther King Day was, like, the last time he came to practice. That's a long time between practices. That's, like, an ongoing battle in our uh, field house area since they pushed every single sport into the spring. Like, everyone is fighting for time in there since it's been really cold. And it's, like, everybody has their own separate times, like, we're at our usual time from 3.30 to 4.30. Like, our time didn't change, which is great. So, everybody can be there after class and everything. And then after us, it's, like, football. And in the mornings, like, I wish we could have gone in the morning. I wish they would have flipped it. We go at, like, 5 o'clock in the morning. That would have been great. That way, I wouldn't have to come back in the afternoon. But I digress. Um, lacrosse, men's and women's lacrosse is in there, which is a spring sport. But, like, soccer, um... What else? Soccer and football, I think, are and cross country actually got canceled and they're having their conference somehow in between here and there. I don't know how it's working, but like football is just trying to take over the whole area. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is really annoying. I mean, I'm completely unsurprised. Football tends to have a very um, high opinion of itself. Like, I understand, like, it's cold outside and but I'm like, aren't they supposed to be tough? And I'm like. Didn't they realize this, that we're in Indiana. It's going to be cold in March and April still. Like, we had snow in April once at a meet. Like, it's not going to be warm. And as you pointed out, um, they're not, if if it snows on game day, they don't get to move the game inside. Yeah, there is no, we don't have an arena football, like, league. Like, it, I'm just saying, like, uh, I, I remember I made a comment to the coach. I thought it was funny. And I was like, you guys aren't outside? Oh, the field's frozen. I'm like, ain't y'all supposed to be tougher than that? And the coach kind of laughed. I was like, uh-huh. I was like, they have their first game in like a week as of like recording this. Like the end of February. And it's not warming up anytime soon. I'm like, y'all going to get used to practicing inside than outside. Like, yeah, I know I understand it gets cold like I've thrown outside in the freezing cold before when it was like 20 degrees, which is pretty bad considering I'm throwing a metal ball with one hand, which anything under like 32, you're not supposed to throw a shot put when it's that cold. 
And I've done it because that's the only choice I had. And I'm like, uh, you know, the football can be cold. But I'm like, at least you could do some drills to prepare yourself. Because what if it's like 10 degrees outside in the football game? Like, it's a it's a fall sport. You're used to pre- playing in like a nice like breeze or like hot, not cold. But that's just my rant. So that's fine by me. I've never been much a fan of football. So yeah, no, but that yeah, it's. She's getting really crowded in there, and everybody's like, the other day, our head coach kind of yelled at one of the football players, understandably, because track team, we only use the track. Throwers, we use one court, and the other courts are open. Like, you can go, they can go there, throw the football, I don't care. That's fine. We usually have the curtains down, and we're in our own little bubble. I was like, I don't care. You guys can use all these other courts. We're using this one court. And they stand, like, directly behind our circle, trying to, like, I don't know what they're doing. There's so much space in this area. It's just weird. And my girls are like, why are they standing here? Can they move? Like they're in our eyesight. Like they're just in the way. I'm just like, why? There's so much room in here. But anyway, back to what I was saying about the coach. He, what the, there was people still running on the track. Cause we still had about 10 minutes left in our practice. And there's people like running and a girl ran to a football player. She could have got hurt. Cause she's a tiny <laughs> And compared to, like, the football guy, and he just, like, chewed out the football guy. Understandably, because, I mean, it's track. We're using the track. And they were just standing in the middle of the way, so. (sighs) People, people, people. Football, football, football. Yeah, it's just, I'll be glad once we start, even if we start outdoor season, which will be in like the next couple of weeks, it'll still be too cold to be outside. So we'll still be inside. I can't wait for outdoor season though, because we don't have to, we can do go however we want. We just go off in our little corner. No one's going to be out there to bug us. It's great. Indoor, our outdoor can't come soon enough. Yeah, you've been really looking forward to outdoor since I think the end of the last outdoor season. Well, not when it's nice and warm. <laughs> like we haven't even, I haven't even been able to really have an indoor season because they closed down the field house that I usually throw in for like two months. <laughs> so I haven't even been in there that long. So, oh, well, basically almost time for outdoor. <laughs> so that's my, that's my little rant. <laughs> you have anything, Graham? Bonnet watch. Oh no. This is yes. an old one. I can't believe you still are doing this. Go ahead. I think it's popular. We haven't had any emails telling me one or the other, so I'm going to pretend that everybody loves it. So um, send an email to damnyourtallpod at gmail.com. Anyways, I was at the gas station, and a lady got out, and she had her bonnet on. And I noted it. It was a black bonnet. Um. A different a lady got out at a different gas station and she had a head wrap on, which is would not a head wrap like a headscarf on, which basically did the same thing. But I was like, ah, I see now that I believe is acceptable. But that bonnet, not supposed to have a bonnet outside the house. Not supposed to happen. Is that is that your bonnet watch? That's this week's bonnet watch. Yes, we've taken to putting Boeing back in his crate for a while. He was let to be out and he had an accident or two so he's going back into his crate and it's been kind of surprising well not surprising but he just goes in there now sometimes you know the door will be open and he'll just kind of wander in there and lie down I think it's probably because we have a towel down to make him a little bit more comfortable so he's not just sleeping in a plastic um, Felicia got all mad because I had an extra blanket on the floor that he was lying on. So I chased him off the blanket and then refolded it so it was more like a little bed. He laid down on it and he was very comfortable and very happy. And I'm glad I did it because he is a good dog. Whatever, he's old. He's just laying on the floor right now. That's all he's been doing for the past. We thought he was dead the other day. Yeah, they, we actually, yeah, he was refusing to respond. We were yelling treats at him. We were calling his name and everything else. And he was just lying there at the foot of the bed, completely still. It wasn't until I, I think I grabbed his foot that he responded. And all I did was sort of lift his head up like, what? Yeah, he's like an old man. Well, he is an old man. <sighs> 
Mm, what else? Oh, yeah. Uh, I know you probably have no idea what's going on, but Gorilla Glue, Gorilla Glue Girl is finally free from her hair. No oh God, we're going to talk about this? I put it down there. I put the GG girl. Oh well, I'll let you talk about it. It's a quick thing. It's tough. Uh, we're trying to catch up on the news here, Graham, of little uh, stuff that happened. So, uh, Gorilla Glue Girl, if you didn't know, which has been a phenomenon for the past, like, couple weeks, uh, a woman who wanted to have her baby hairs laid used uh, Gorilla Glue adhesive in a spray can instead of her got-to-be like usual hairspray and she went on made a tiktok and said her hair has been stuck that way for like a month and that shit was laid like <laughs> that was not moving and i guess she wanted to reach out for help and people surprisingly were kind of like sad for her. like usually people are like oh you stupid idiot no i mean there was probably some people like that but people were like generally concerned because like she's like i've got headaches and all this stuff and I felt bad, but then I was like, how do you use Gorilla Glue? Like, how do you not know that's not for your hair? But I digress. Um, after she posted the video, she went to the hospital, I guess, and they were just like, uh, it's going to take like 20 hours to get all this out with like acetone. And she's like, well, just give me some stuff and I'll go home. And she tried it at home and she looked like she was in pain. And a doctor from Ghana saved her hair and did it for free a procedure that would cost like over twelve hundred dollars he did for free and he used like acetone like olive oil and some other stuff and he saved she couldn't save her ponytail but she he cut that off but she actually got all the gorilla glue out of her hair so it came out to be a happy ending well also because it seems uh my assumption is that it's a setup to sue Gorilla Glue for not having a very specific thing on their packaging. That's my suspicion. I'm assuming, well, first of all, she needs to just be like, look, I'm glad I got to keep some of my hair. <laughs> like, not having, like, a, I don't know, skin grafts or something, like, didn't have to, like, scalp me. So she's lucky there that it came out of her hair and all that stuff. Like, you just need to take it. Like, there was a GoFundMe for so maybe she use that for medical bills or Something like that. Because she's like 40 years old. I'm like, how do you... How do you... Uh, I don't understand, but... Happy ending to the story. <laughs> now she'll be famous forever as the Gorilla Glue Girl. No, people forget about it pretty soon. Yeah, no. It'll eventually, like... This happened in, like, probably January. Well, close to February. Like, pff, probably by April. We'll all forget about it. Probably, shit, probably by March. It'll be done until like it comes back on those 10 years later where's gorilla glue girl she's 50 now like remember that time i put gorilla glue in my hair wasn't that crazy <laughs> so yeah that's like the pop culture segment today that's pretty much old news now but it just happened she actually just got her hair fixed this week well good for her i guess <sighs> why are you hating on gorilla glue girl man because it was really dumb well i mean yes but at least she's not dead don't spray powerful adhesive on your head it seems to be pretty straightforward i know they make like tape and like the glue like we have some gorilla glue stuff i didn't know they made it in like a spray can i didn't either i mean i'm not surprised they put that shit in everything it's like here here's paint (laughs) <laughs> gorilla glue paint hey, what so you know. can just stick stuff to your wall at any time yeah I guess so So, I guess so that's that's pretty much all I got I mean there's a lot of stuff but it's like older I mean this is like the most relevant thing um oh the impeachment trial is happening the second one so that's happening but I haven't really been paying attention to it so I haven't been able to listen to NPR because it's on there well by the time well, by the time this gets out, um, the vote will probably already have happened, and presumably he will not be punished for inciting an insurrection because Republicans decided for party over country. And, um, yeah. What it's been is the uh, House impeachment managers, the Democrats, put together a powerful video and made a strong case to connect Trump's 
all of his actions to the insurrection and the Republicans came back and gave kind of a meandering speech because they had just been hired uh, just a couple days before the impeachment because the previous team left, um, probably because they were afraid of uh, losing their law licenses if they continued with the president's false claims that the election was stolen. Um, in fact, this team has not made that claim, so they'll presumably still have law licenses at the end of this matter, which has apparently made Mr. Trump very angry. But as I mentioned earlier, he has not done a very good job of communicating with people. He got very used, understandably, because Twitter gave him an incredible amount of leeway, but he got very used to being able to say whatever he wanted, literally whatever he wanted, on Twitter, and now he's being confined to the more traditional avenues, which he is opting not to use for whatever reason. He's not calling into Fox News. He's not um, holding press conferences. He's not, apparently, <laughs> love this, the email system they set up to do updates just wasn't working. All right, that's enough about that. He's no longer our president, so don't have to really talk about that. I just wanted to bring it up that it's happening because it's, it's news. It's something, a topic. But... I have another topic. We started watching Beyond Belief, Fact or Fiction. Yeah, apparently there's a meme out there that they used of Jonathan Frakes, which was this picture they did that they edited his eyes and his mouth to be upright, but his face to be upside down. So it looks like he's right side up, but then you flip it over and you realize he's upside down. And apparently that became a meme thing for a little bit. But we were already watching that weird show. Yes, because I used to watch it in college and it was hilarious because, I mean, it came out in like the late 90s, early 2000s, and it's one of those like spiritual, like, oh, like, one of the episodes, it's basically like a guy meets a girl on a bus stop, he takes her home, and he's like, he didn't, didn't get her name or anything, and like her name is like Fate or something, like sometimes these are really cheesy, and he goes like, I remember where she lived. She's not at the bus stop. And he goes, he's like, oh, that's my sister. She died. It's like, always. they always meet a ghost. <laughs> like, generally, that's how it is. Like, oh, um, my name is, like, Charity or something. And they end up getting married. Like, meeting her, like, younger sister or something. Yeah, that one. Yeah, it was, they met the younger sister. Then the dead older sister had brought her little sister together with a suitable man. But the, the big um, uniqueness thing about it is they, it's a series, I think normally, was it four? I believe four stories. Like four to, because it's like the show's like 45 minutes without commercials because we watch it. And it's like four or five stories and they're like beyond belief, fact or fiction. And you have to tell like which ones were created by writers and which ones are true. And I'm like the most ridiculous ones I always want to be true. <laughs> And a lot of them are, and the thing too is since they do the, we've changed some of the details to protect the innocent, it's like, so we're already drifting pretty far from the truth if we're changing locations and details. Oh my god, remember the one where the kid was like, there's a monster in my closet, mom, and they his family didn't believe him, and um, his brother is like, I'll go in the closet, and he just disappeared. And that was a real story, and I'm like, wait a minute, what? We had to, like, Google it, and it was just like, did the kid just run away? I mean, that's the only thing that makes sense. There's no way <laughs> like he... Like a monster took him? There is no way a child vanished from a closet with six other children watching. No, he ran away, and they just claimed it was he went into the monster closet. That or he got murdered by his parents. I guess, because I'm like... It, like, the gist of that was just, like, in that little blurb. Because the, the stories are only, like, seven to eight minutes. They're not super long. So... It's like this kid has like a monster in his closet. He keeps telling the people and they keep making fun of like kids keep making fun of him. And his older brother's like, fine, I'll go in the closet. And there's like an older sister who's like a teenager. And she comes is like, what's going on? He's like, he went in the closet. The monster got him. And she goes and like, he's there's no one in here. And the kids like the other two kids that were with the, the like middle brother, like, whoop, we're gone. Bye. <laughs> And then they call the police and everything, and they're like, ma'am, did you sure he just didn't run away? And I'm like, so the kid just disappeared? And that was, like, one of the real ones. I was like, what? And it was, like, somewhere in, like, London or something? We looked it up. Yeah, there was a, 
a couple cases apparently that could have been similar to that, but who knows? Yeah, that was just a weird one. And then the one I like to keep quoting is like, not even the day. <laughs> yeah, though the, the rhyme in that was so bad because it's something not well bred. No respect. Not even for the dead. Yeah, it's about this like horrible like uh guy who owned like a cemetery and just throw the bodies in and he was kind of an asshole and then this lady spirit was like haunting him and all this stuff and then like pushed him into a grave and then he's dead so that was just i don't know if that was i just remember it because the rhyming was so- it was hilarious just because like at one point lady disappeared and she goes not even and she's gone for a few minutes she goes dead. <laughs> and i did not stop laughing i was like i, I hate it <laughs> The writers phoned that little rhyme in so bad, which is especially important for that story because it's like sort of a, a uniting motif for that story. And the little little poem is so bad. But yeah, that's what we started watching because I was like, oh my God. My friend posted on Facebook was like, hey, uh, I'm watching uh, Beyond Blue. And I was like, where are you watching it at? She goes, Tubi. And I was like, what? And I like went on there, downloaded the app on the TV. And I was like, I don't have to sign in for anything. I could just watch it. I was like, this is great. They can't steal my information. And we were just like watching it on there. It's great. It's awesome. We still got a couple more episodes. We probably might finish them up today. Oh, the show is awesome because the acting is pretty bad too. (laughs) It is extremely low budget. And you can tell that they, the, the, you can tell that they shoot in like a day. And the actors have one, maybe two takes to get their performance in right so they don't have the flexibility. And the other thing I was mentioning to you is because they cram so many stories, at least four. That's why you're mentioning seven to eight minutes because you have setup of the whole episode and then the conclusion, so you can't use that time. So you have only seven to eight minutes to build up the relevant characters, have the story happen, and have your resolution. So you don't have very much time to create anything it's a very it has to be very bare bones yeah i think that's you know maybe if they had done three they might have done better but uh, it's it's hard to say yeah i think three would have been like it would have been longer too instead of just like they always just like oh it's just like a whimsical like magical thing and they're just like okay that's it i'm like wait what like some of them it just stops I'm like what what the hell? What's going on? Some of it seems like the writers are like, ah, story's done. Dunk. We only have eight minutes, so we gotta cram as much as we can. And most of it sometimes is narration mm-hmm. <laughs> to go along with the story. Like the main characters usually narrating the story. Yeah, it's it's fun. I mean, it's very corny. We like I I like watching like corny. Like we were watching that one like haunted show on Netflix that was really badly produced. <laughs> The one where you can see the the grip's arm as he throws the object at the at the, at the actor. That one is like a picture flew off the wall, and you can see the guy throwing the picture at the person. Like they didn't even try to reshoot it. Like it's an easy fix. <laughs> or when you can see the camera guy following the lady in the shots. <laughs> yes, that. Yeah, <laughs> you're like. Well, this this isn't going to take me out of the story at all. This it really did because I kept I was like, hold on, hold on, rewind that, rewind that. <laughs> oh yeah, but it's just fun because I used to watch it in college and we just used to kind of riff on it too. So brings back memories, and I was like, I can watch the whole series. I was like, this is great. So that's what we were doing for a while before I left, <laughs> watching bad old '90s, early 2000s TV. And now you're watching bad uh, children's sitcoms. Oh, because I'm watching iCarly. Hey, I like iCarly. I was watching That's So Raven, too. You're making fun of me for that, too. Hey, they what? put it on Disney Plus and uh, I didn't say anything. Well, we watched the new Cinderella. They finally put the new Cinderella. Or not the new Cinderella. Um, the best Cinderella, I should say, with Brandy. We'll be going over Winnie Houston on uh, Disney Plus because people were like, hey, where is this movie? Where is Brandy Cinderella? The best Cinderella. And we watched it yesterday. 
And I was like, yes, get it, Whitney. And she was singing the hell out of them songs. You know? <laughs> I was like, yes. One of the things I was extremely unsurprised to find out when I was doing research for talking about it on the, on the, the show was like everybody on that was either a big time singer, Brandy, Whitney Houston, or from Broadway, um, which was a, <laughs> just about everybody. Because, I mean, it was a, it's a musical. And so, of course, everybody's got to be sung. There are a lot of dancing sequences. Um, yeah, it was it was definitely an extravaganza. Yeah, and I'm not like a musical person, but I remember watching it. I was like, oh, there's a black Cinderella? I was like, that could be me. And she got braids. Yes. I was like, I had braids. I was like, and Whitney Houston, her great godmother? Hell yeah. <laughs> that was Felicia's eight-year-old Felicia. I think this came out like 1998. <laughs> and I was like, eight-year-old Felicia's like, I was like, oh, that could be me. I, like, I could have Whitney Houston as my fairy godmother. Hell yeah, bitch. <laughs> you better sing your ass over here. Yeah, and it did um, something that I kind of appreciate um, in movies and TV shows. Well, this was technically for TV, um, not technically, it was for TV, where they'll do just mixed race casting and they just will not explain it. Like they have a white king, who's the, the actor's name I forget, a black queen, who's Whoopi Goldberg, and then a Filipino son. And they just don't explain it. It just is. <laughs> I, it's, so that's, I'm, I mean... I think the first time you noted it was in the second Jurassic Park movie where the scientist's daughter, the scientist is white and the scientist's daughter is black. And there's just no explanation. It just is. Like, don't question it. It's That's how it's going to be. Well, I think actually in this day and age, it's perfectly legitimate because there's so many different ways to make a family. Adoptions, second marriages, first marriages, um, children born out of wedlock, so on and so forth. There's a lot of ways to make a family. So I don't think you really need to waste any narrative time explaining it. That's not to say that you can't spend narrative time for, you know, for the tensions that, depending on your storyline, um, would come with being, having that sort of mixed race relationship. Um, but you can also just cast people of just whatever race, just whatever the best actor is for the role, and then just roll with it. Yeah, and then I did mention, like, um, you know, Cinderella goes to the ball, and she's black, because it's Brandy, and he, like, falls in love with her, of course, and she leaves her shoe, and he's like, I must find her. I'm like, well, you can cut out about, like, 50% of the young women that aren't black, <laughs> but they didn't, of course, because that would have been too easy. <laughs> well, I think it also would have... Drawn attention to, like, she's black. Right, because otherwise there had, it had been... Com- completely done as well the only nods to color were they made some changes of some of the songs um because the original was intended for a white cinderella so they like they made some minor changes like she says egyptian princess instead of i think german princess you know just little minor tweaks like that but nothing major there's been absolutely no attention paid narratively to the ethnic variety of the staff, or the cast, rather. And I think to be like, oh, well, we just exclude half the kingdom because they're the wrong skin color, I think would have been... Oh, well, uh, yeah, no. Well, I think it not only would have been weird, it would have, I think, really undermined the whole kind of goal of the thing. Yeah, I know. But that's just my thinking now, because I was like, wait a minute, he could have just really figure that i'm like um i need all the sisters um all the black sisters <laughs> at the the ball that all, all the young black women um if you dropped your shoe just meet me at the castle compile at me real quick and uh we'll get married yeah uh, that's it no white women <laughs> because i she was definitely black i remember that also if you have braids now, don't go down to the local salon and get your hair done right quick. She got to have fre- fresh braids. Maybe not fresh, maybe a couple couple weeks. But 
<laughs> Graham's looking at me like I'm insane. Oh, so yeah, we watched that. And because it's also it's Black History Month. So I was like, we gonna watch some black ass movies this month. Even though you've been continually yelling at me that because it's Black History Month, I need to do everything in the house, apparently. I mean, at least cook a couple times. Like, I've cooked every meal since I've been back. <laughs> I did breakfast. I did two breakfasts. That's because I made you wake up. Usually in the I didn't, morning, you I'm didn't like, make me wake, right, I you didn't make me wake up this morning. Out, and I'm like, all right, now I got to make breakfast. And I'm like, wait a minute. I don't feel like... <laughs> Sitting there waiting, I was like, I'd rather have it partially done by the time I get home that when I take a shower, it'll be done. So I make him get up and do it because he's not doing anything. And it's like nine, nine thirty, like a reasonable time to get up in the morning. Ooh. You got anything else you want to talk about over there? Yeah. Um, well, some of these are so old, like talking about professionals taking the entire month of December off. That's, yeah, that's a little too late. That's too, a little bit too old. But one of the things that we saw, I was going to talk about the dog some more because I can. Sal, Boeing's half-brother, loves to make nests before he lies down. And he's, Boeing pretty much just, he pretty much finds a spot. He maybe does one circle and then he lies down. He's too lazy to do any actual effort. Sal, on the other hand, will find a spot. He actually, he'll, he'll grab the covers and everything and put them in, put them where he can lie down. He actually will fluff his own blanket before he lays down. I was looking at he's what he's he's, he's standing like he's pulling it up with his his mouth to get it get it puffier and then lying down on his little <laughs> little bed that he's made. I'm halfway expecting him to start like going throughout the house, and be like, "I'm gonna take this pillow and these blankets and this towel." Oh uh, no, not that that one. That's too itchy. I'm gonna get this one instead. I'm, you know, I'm really, really expecting him to just start building a bedroom. <laughs> his little mouth and little feet, little body paws. <laughs> um, Boeing also helped make someone's day better. She was in the hospital with her, um, with a sick family member, and Boeing. Uh, I, I heard. She was in there, and we did a Zoom call, and I said, well, everybody likes corgis. So I put Boy on my lap, and we started the call, and she felt much better. Turns out she has two corgis, and um, it it made her feel a little bit better. I could tell, I mean, she was sitting in the hospital with her sick mother, so seeing a corgi on a screen is only going to do so much. But that was nice, and uh, we got to talk about dogs a little bit, Then, of course, we're all professionals, so as soon as the third person got on, we were talking about whatever business stuff we had to do business not everybody likes dogs well i knew well i didn't know well i assumed that I, and, if, and she was like oh is that just a dog i mean i would just put him on the floor i mean <laughs> yeah it's not hard he's small and easily mobile and very lazy extremely lazy oh you did get a new laptop since your one your parents got you from Hawaii broke. You got a new one, and that's what we're using to record right now. Yeah, I had been trying to use a laptop my grandfather had bought years ago. <laughs> started using it, and the pixels started slowly dying. I was just left with strips of dead screen. Um, by the time we finally got rid of it, it was to the point where I was just unable to read large sections of the screen and unable to select important text so that was done for um they got this because we watched sal for what two weeks three weeks damn near a month yeah we watched Sal for quite some time while they were out in hawaii dealing with family business and um so that's new laptop which is actually what felicia's half of this podcast is being recorded on yeah because i have a mac and mac and pc don't play well together we had so much trouble between getting the two to communicate uh, it was it was awful that's one of the reasons why we have some audio issues in earlier podcasts god knows we have audio issues in this one because we were recording through discord and it was a mess yeah so hopefully in the new year season two will have better better audio quality yeah at least my voice now sounds good hello 
I'm just going to start making all sorts of testing noises, even though we're 40-some minutes in here. All right. Well, since you mentioned it, we're like 46 minutes in. Let's go ahead and do the Graham IDK. Oh, no. Yep, we oh, bring in this, this. back in 2021. <sighs> you ready for this? I still got my list. Oh, you you ready? Mm-hmm. The word for Graham IDK now. Oh, let me pull it up. All right, you ready? You ready for your word? I already said no. Oh, my God. Anyway. Finna. Finna, it's uh, fixing to. I'm f- like I'm fixing to beat him up. I'm fixing to get my money back. It's not like that. Damn it! That's right. <laughs> Shoot. Well, in the Urban Dictionary, it says abbreviation oh, of fixing to, which it was right. Normally means going to. In the sentence they use, I'm finna go to the stuff. So you were right. Look at that. Congratulations! Yay! Round of applause. I got to start coming up with harder ones. <laughs> what? That could have been a hard one. I mean, we've seen before that I'll just, you'll just ask me, oh, this is so easy, and I will be completely at sea. This is true. Completely and totally lost. Uh, well, I got a whole little list here, so <laughs> there's plenty, plenty more, and I keep adding it to, adding to it, so. <laughs> well, is there anything else you want to talk about? I was going to complain about alpha games that stay in alpha forever. Oh, oh yeah, because of the game you're playing? Go ahead. Well, it's... It's, it's Seven Days to Die, which is fun. It's a, a sort of like Minecraft, except there's big hordes of zombies that attack you. That's its kind of unique mechanic. Is, is Every so often, these zombie hordes come in and attack your base. But it's reminded me of this thing companies do now and normally I don't support it, of releasing games in beta or in Seven Days of Dice case, alpha status, and then just keeping it in that status forever. Seven Days has been in been alpha for at least five years, probably longer, which gives the company the excuse of, well, when your Jeep just randomly bumps into a rock and then spins up, 30, it spins up 10 feet in the air and points the wrong direction and crashes back to the ground. Well, it's an alpha. What do you expect? Um, you, you also kind of get it on the other end with um, having with Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk came out and, like a lot of open world games, had a fair number of bugs. Basically, they released a open beta. And then we're going to use player experience to complete it. They, um you see that a lot with games now of releasing stuff that really needed to sit in the studio a little while longer. Not for conceptual reasons or for um, storyline reasons or anything like that, but they just need to sit there and have more bug testing done. Uh, you see it, you used to see it a fair amount with Felicia's uh, favorite series, the Assassin's Creed series. Oh, yeah. They, that's because they were producing a game every freaking year and they finally decided to stop and have a break but i remember the one i was playing it was with the twins and there was like a point there was like this carriage chase and the guy that was like the little uh npc was just like hovering over the top and it was just so glitchy in that like action scene like at one point i would just like jump and jump like on top of his head and then i'd like glitch back into like the other carriage that was like chasing us so it was really really buggy yeah and that's i mean i i get there's the desire to get it to market quicker but um well i mean cyberpunk it hurt it, they had such a bad rap they offered refunds on it my friend who played it was kind of blase about the whole thing he was um he was sort of like well this is just what happens when you have open world rpgs which i i understand on one level because open world rpgs unlike others or open world games i should say unlike others there's a lot of weird stuff that can happen that a bug tester may not consider like um you know in the gta series you know somehow you fly a helicopter backwards into a parking garage and so and now you're on the other side of the map you know, just stuff that a bug tester just wouldn't do because of the sheer amount of possibilities there are. 
So that's one of the, um, so that to an extent is understandable, but when you have something like what Felicia's mentioning, I mean, carriage chases were a pretty, you know, they were one of the, I don't know if you should properly call it mini games, but they were one of the things that you were going to do a fair amount of times in that game. You were going to be in a chase of carriages because that's just the kind of game it was where you're going to have people chasing people and you're either going to try to catch the person or they're going to try to catch you. So you'd feel that like that would be tested more. And instead it's just kind of left to go out to the general public to test it and then turn around and fill in bug reports for something they pay full price for. So it may sound like I'm coming down on both sides of the issue, but I'm definitely not. I'm saying that we need more bug testing, more work in things before we push it out to the public. Because otherwise we're just pushing out three quarters completed projects and then asking the public to have pay for the privilege of bug testing you. I just don't think that's appropriate. Are you done with your, your little rant? I could also talk about other stuff, but, but I want to give you an opportunity to talk about, probably talk about Boeing. Boeing's always a good thing to talk about. No, I was going to end the podcast. Enough about Boeing. Because <laughs> we had a lot of stuff to cover in the, in the top because, you know, we took like a month and a half off. So hopefully you have some more news, good stuff coming out. More track meets to talk about. Yeah, more track meets. Um, we'll have the results of the Senate vote on impeachment for President Trump, which will, I think, will really serve as kind of an end note, at least in the immediate sense, to Trump. Because that was one of the advantages of him leaving office. We no longer, because he was president, when he would throw a, a fit on Twitter, it mattered because he was the most oh, powerful man, I don't really person. I don't care about that anymore. <laughs> But now he's not. He's he's not. He's just a private citizen. And, I mean, you know, a private citizen with a lot of... Like I said, I'm not even listening. I didn't listen to the first one, not listening to the second one, because I don't care. I have no need to think about this man anymore, so I'm not going to. I'm going to live my life. Yeah, so, so I think next time I'll talk about insurrections and the appropriate response there, too. All right, nerd. What? All right, I think that's the end of our podcast. I know we're a little all over the place. We're trying to find... Our groove back, you know, it's been a been a while, but we'll get back to it. Come back with some more news topics, uh, some more movie reviews because we're gonna watch some movies. Uh, we watched one last week, but I, I kind of want to give it its own little little segment there. Um, so and give you a chance to watch it because I thought it was pretty interesting. It's called Spree and it came out last year, so we're gonna watch that. Also, Judas and the Black Messiah might talk about that a little bit next week. So, uh, if you want to send us some emails, we're still waiting on those. Send them at damnyourtallpod at gmail.com. And uh, if you want to follow me on Instagram, Twitter, it's Fifi underscore J247 on both. Graham doesn't have any social media except for LinkedIn, which also looks like Facebook, but that's a whole other topic. So, that's the end of our podcast. Welcome back. Season two. We're out. Bye. Season two.